Hey, everybody. Welcome to How Leaders Lead. I'm here with my partner, the great Kula Callahan. I love that alliteration. How you doing, Kula? Still your partner in crime, so I'm honestly doing great, David. It's been two weeks that I've been your partner in crime. Here we are. No, it's been more than two weeks. You're terrible at math. This is our fourth (laughs) one, for God's sakes. Now, today's three more questions. We are going to dive deeper into my conversation with Jesse Cole, the owner of the Savannah Bananas. I just love that name. The most fun baseball team in the world. Gosh, this episode is hilarious and so much fun. And if you're listening to this and you're wondering who the Savannah Bananas are, stop what you're doing right now and go follow them on TikTok because their games are hilarious. And the only way you can really get a glimpse into it is if you watch footage from it. I mean, it's so much fun and you'll get kind of an inside scoop into the wacky world that is a Savannah Bananas baseball game. In the episode with David, Jesse shares his inspiration and wisdom behind creating a brand that values attention more than marketing. David, you spent the first part of your career as a marketer. How do you feel about that statement? Does attention actually beat marketing? I don't know if attention actually beats marketing, but great marketing gets attention. So, you know, I'm not going to really split hairs on this one, but I'll give you a good example. When I was at Taco Bell, we came up with this idea. It was actually Jonathan Blum, who was our head of uh, public affairs, came up with this idea on April Fool's Day that we were going to buy the Liberty Bell and make it the Taco Bell. And we had a full page ad in the newspaper. And I mean, people went nuts. They were so mad at Taco Bell for buying the uh, Liberty Bell. And guess what? April Fool's. But we got (laughs) a lot of attention. We try to do that with our brands because we do know that attention builds your awareness, gets you talked about. That makes you want to have more tacos, pizza, and chicken. Absolutely. That's incredible. Well, Jesse shares in your episode how creating a brand that focuses on developing long-term fans is something that great leaders know how to do really well. So definitely go back and give that episode a listen if you haven't already. David, it's time for today's three more questions. Are you ready for it? It's going to be bananas. Okay, I'm ready. Let's go bananas (laughs) on this one. All right, question number one. Jesse is really gifted at, David, what you call parallel thinking, which is this idea of observing what works for other industries and applying it to your own brand. I'm curious, David, can you give us an example from your career where you use parallel thinking to unlock new ideas for the company you were leading? You know, when I was running marketing at Pizza Hut, one of the hottest concepts back then was California Pizza Kitchen. And If you've ever been to California Pizza Kitchen, you can go there and they have all kinds of different pizzas. You can have Thai chicken pizza, barbecue chicken pizza, all kinds of different specialty pizzas. So I took my team out to California. We went into the California Pizza Kitchen. We ate everything that you could possibly eat. I love that bacon, lettuce, and tomato pizza. It was just great, the BLT. But we came back and we said, man, this concept is doing so well. California Pizza Kitchen, it really has something going for it. But we don't have any of their ingredients on our make table. I just said, okay, well, let me ask you a question. How can we do what they do in a way that's right for Pizza Hut? And we said, well, what do we have on our make table? Well, we have pepperoni. And I said, well, why don't we just double the amount of pepperonis on our pizza and call it pepperoni lovers? And we did. And guess what? We got 12% same store sales growth. This was the most successful new product launch at Pizza Hut since Pan Pizza. Then we created meat lovers. Then we created veggie lovers. 
Then we created Cheese Lovers. And today that Lovers line is the most popular line of pizzas at Pizza Hut. I think we created the whole specialty pizza line for mainstream pizzas. And, you know, Domino's has something similar now. But it really came from doing parallel thinking, taking a look at California Pizza Kitchen and saying, what can we do? You know, it's more than just getting inspired that parallel thinking allows you to do. It really does drive results. I mean, like you said, 12% same store sales growth. It's pretty incredible. That's a great example there where... We picked up a lot of sales growth by learning from other people, and everybody has the opportunity to do that in whatever category they happen to be in. Look around, see what other people are doing, and then say, hey, how can I do something similar that's right for our company that can take advantage of the same trend or the same idea? I love it. Number two, in the episode, Jesse stressed the importance of leaders having a deep belief and conviction in where their company is going so that their team stays inspired. He's really intentional about communicating his vision for the Savannah Bananas to his team over and over again so they always know where they're going. David, how have you done this well in your career? And do you have any tips for leaders on how they can keep their team inspired about the future? Well, I think that every company needs to have a noble cause. You know, what is it that you do that really makes a difference in the world? I think that noble cause is what really creates great loyalty and excitement about what you do. Think about Walmart. What was their noble cause? They wanted to bring great value to ordinary folks. They wanted to make things so affordable that ordinary folks could have them. And that's a noble cause. So we always tried to have noble causes for each one of our businesses. And for example, at KFC, we wanted to be the leading kitchen for convenient meals. We wanted to really provide convenient meals that would make it so much easier for mom and dad when they came home from work so that they could actually have a great tasting meal for their family without having to put the hard work in. But I think people get really excited about doing something that can make a difference and make the world a better place. And when you think about your own business, what do you do that really adds value to the world? And then communicate that and then communicate it and communicate it and communicate it. And Jesse talked about how important it is to continually communicate your vision. You know, even Napoleon, he said the great leaders are dealers in hope. They're dealers of hope. They're people who get you excited about what's possible. That's what Jesse does. And he gets his team really fired up about making customers even bigger fans of the Savannah Bananas. Sometimes when I am having meetings with our team and I feel like I'm just saying the same thing over and over again about where we're going and what the goal is, I almost feel like it's redundant. But I mean, like you said, and like I've learned so much from you, it's a leader's job to cast that vision, deal the hope, if you will, and just remind people, hey, this is where we're going Let's all get excited and inspired about getting there. And then let's keep the train moving. There's a concept in marketing and media called effective reach. You really can't get people to really understand what you're all about until they hear the story at least four times. You have to get the media impression four times. You want to have your potential customers hear what you have to say at least four times. Then it begins to sink in. And I think your team members are no different you got to keep driving that message home again and again and again so that everybody can kind of go into the elevator and give an elevator speech on exactly what your company is all about and why you're doing what you do. 
All right, final question. Number three, I love Jesse's idea of plussing, P-L-U-S-S-I-N-G, plussing. This idea of constantly tinkering with things to make them even better and even more entertaining. David, how important is it for leaders to stay committed to this idea of continuous improvement and what can they do to instill that idea into their entire team? I've had a lot of leaders on the podcast and so many of them just talk about the importance of just getting better at what you do a little bit every day. You know, I think Tom Brady said, get 1% better every day. Well, you know, if you get 1% better every day, it compounds like interest. And, you know, the next thing you know, you're really fantastic at what you do. But, you know, I think there are two ways that you can really innovate. One is to go for the long ball. That's to go for the home runs. And, you know, the home runs are really fun to hit. When you hit that home run, there's nothing like it, okay? But the home runs come few and far between in business. The way how most companies really win is they just keep hitting singles, getting on base every day, and focusing on the importance of getting on base and moving people around the bases until you finally score. And I think that that philosophy, that approach, really builds to sustainability. You know, you could have a home run one year, The next year, if you don't come up with the home run, it's like, uh uh-oh, you're in real trouble, okay? But if you can keep driving those singles into right field, left field, center field, keep moving people around the bases, then you have something that's very, very sustainable. You got to take those home runs when you can get them, but you can't bank on them. But you can bank on getting better every single day. Hitting stingers every day. Just get on base, folks, and you will continuously improve. I love it. That's what I tell my granddaughter, Claire. You know, she's a great little softball player, man, and she's been working hard at hitting, getting hits, and I was so excited to see that she hit that triple. But that line drive to right field is just as important. You don't need to hit the long ball. Just get on base. Well, that does it for this bananas episode of Three More Questions. Again, if you haven't listened to that Jesse Cole episode, go back and do it because it's incredible, and I know it'll inspire you. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of How Leaders Lead. We're on a mission to make the world a better place by developing better leaders. If you carve out a little time each and every week with us, we'll help you build the confidence you need to lead well. You know, and speaking of leading well, I don't want to get off Jesse Cole until I make this point. You know, the one thing that Jesse does is he has fun and he transfers that fun to his customers and his people have fun making their customers so happy. And you know, when you think about it, if you can go to work every day and have fun doing what a Jesse Cole does, man, that is a joyful experience. And I encourage you to look at how you can find joy in your business as well. Love doing these, and I can't wait for our next conversation, which we're going to post on Thursday with my friend Cyrus Friedheim. He's a renowned management consultant, and he's the former CEO of Chiquita Bananas. We're on a theme I mean, we go from here, Savannah folks. Bananas to the Chiquita Bananas. He was also the CEO of the Chicago Sun-Times, and he's got a lot of wisdom, and I know you're going to love it, so tune in. <laughs>